1: And we're back, another edition of the Zone Boxing Show podcast. I'm excited to be here. I go by the name of Ak. And I'm Barack the Boxing Bully. So you
2: only go by the name of Ak. So yeah, that's, obviously that's not your real name. Exactly that what it exa- is?
1: Exactly. That's exactly okay. what it is. Okay, cool. um, so look, Barack jumping in here. Folks, you didn't hear him last week because he didn't have time for us. He's doing big and better things. Oh, but he was free way today. Way better. Way he was, better. He was free today. He had some time on his hands. I was on
2: the toilet. That's it. Yeah, you so, guys couldn't wait. You had to. You had to do this without me, and I was on the toilet. So, you
1: know, Josh helped me out last week. He was on the podcast, but we he had his five minutes of
2: fame. He just waiting right. to take my place. Go. yeah, he's
1: he ready to take your place as he did at Sirius XM. Chime in whenever he, whenever he got a chance. We placed it a little bet, Barack, while he was on. And you know, um Josh, uh jump in here because I don't remember what the bet was. All you, I know you, you is- You just that, make bets. You don't care. You don't yeah, care I, about- them. I'm a Wait. habitual gambler.
0: Now, I'm, though, I mean, do do we want to have Barack in? I felt like you and I, we had some chemistry last week. That, do we it it was pretty smooth.
1: Now, Barack, you know Josh always comes up with these weird bets, right? He wants to keep tacking on, but this time it was me. I kind of came up with the idea and he agreed. Josh- can you elaborate a little bit? Of course, bit on you don't yeah, even remember. So- you don't even remember the bet. This is ridiculous.
0: This is why, whenever Ak and I make a bet, I always have some kind of recording of it because he'll claim to not remember that it didn't happen. So, Barack, as you know, Ak currently owes me a dinner or meal valued at $150 due to me being right on multiple fight outcomes and him being wrong, as it is, as it happens. So now we're adding another potential $50 onto the bet. The terms are, if Terrence Crawford versus Errol Spence gets announced any time before the end of January, date, venue, and network, then the bet is forgiven. Ock does not owe me this dinner. If that fight does not get announced, all details, nothing like terms are agreed, no, 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 final announcement. If it is not announced by the end of January, he, his dinner to me will then have to be valued at $200. Damn. What do
1: you uh, think, bro? That
2: is not getting announced by the end of January.
3: Ooh. There's
2: no, there's no way. There's That's no two months away. No, there's no way. They didn't Ooh. end well. They didn't end well.
1: But all is you it. Say. All it takes is one fight. You know, uh, Bud wins December tenth as expected. Bud fights. You got a whole month and then a whole nother month for them to get sort that out. Now, now, no, don't get me no, wrong.
2: No, they're not. They're not. They were they were way behind like I, you know we got inside information we can't let it out but talks
1: weren't good talks i, th- weren't I good. think one like, com- but i think one comment uh, one good conversation takes a day it takes about a week for for the for the lawyers to put stuff together so that's
2: it. nah not when you're not getting offered anything respectful you know like first of all People are talking bad about Terrence Crawford saying, oh, he 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 wants more guarantee money. That's why he went with BLK. Hello? He accepted the offer of no guarantee. He just wanted transparency. Man, it's going to be hard to get around that. It's going to be hard to get oh. around that. I don't think that's going to... I think you're going to pay that $200. Right, well, and, I, I, I want to know this. What if Ock just decides to take you to McDonald's and order about 15 Big Macs or something like that? <laughs>
0: Uh no, it's gonna be a restaurant mutually agreed on one meal, and yeah, I think now I'm gonna I think now it's gonna be maybe three, four courses, you know, maybe a shrimp cocktail to myself.
1: Unless unless the uh, fight gets announced okay. before February 1st. Uh, I don't think that's, that's a good bet. I don't think that's I, well a good that's because I have some resources, you know, and um
2: Yeah, you got some resources. I right. well bet MGM is not picking that one up. <laughs> I can tell you
1: that. We'll, we'll see. All right, nevertheless, I'll tell you who's not gonna get around. This situation, Carlos Padilla, that is. That's right. Referee that spilled the beans about cheating for Manny Packer. Openly laughed about it. And we had to chop it up with some experts. Referee himself, Jack Reese, and also president of the WBC, Mauricio Suleiman. Take a listen to what they had to say. Barack, I mean, you were really passionate about this story. You know what I mean? You hit me up about it and you say, "Yo, we got to get Jack in. And Mauricio on I, I I want you to bring us in on this and, and why why it meant so much to you.
2: So give a little context, first of all, yes, this was 20 some odd years ago, but it just it just gives boxing a black eye, especially when you have so many people like Mauricio, like Jack Reese, who've been toiling in this sport for so many years and they're giving their, their best efforts. Now, when you talk about a referee doing an interview and laughing about how He gave Manny Pacquiao a long count. Now, Manny Pacquiao beat the count, but he gave him a long count. He knew how to drag it out 17, 18 seconds to see if Manny Pacquiao can recover. But bigger than that was that he ruled uh, a punch. He ruled a cut that was over the eye of Hussein. He ruled it caused by a punch, and it was really caused by a headbutt. And that was the reason the fight was stopped in the 10th round. So, you know, we could have went to the cards. Maybe Padilla could have won. Would he have been champion? Maybe not. That's not the case. The case is, this is real life corruption. And we had to speak to you guys about it. I want to go to you, Jack Reese first, since you are a
4: ref. What are your thoughts when you see something like this? Well, I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to speak, especially with you guys and the great Mauricio Suleiman. I, I value this very much. I also want to say... I didn't train Carlos Padilla. He's 25 years older (laughs) than me, so people don't really believe that. And I want to say that I do not know everything. The way I do things doesn't mean anybody else has to do them that way. Mm -hmm. And I would like to give you my perspective on it. Um, I really wish you would have asked Mauricio first because Padilla insulted the WBC by insinuating Mm -hmm. that he was in it. He inferred that he was told to do this, which I I believe is totally oh, incorrect. we're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> I've never been asked to do anything like that, especially by the WBC. So I want to start that. So let, let me just get a little background going. Uh, Pekka Hussein fight, like you said, it was actually 22 years ago, 10, 14, 2000. So Carlos Padilla right now is probably at least 85 years old. He did his last fight in 2000, right? A few fights after that. Yes. So my first question is, what is, what is his current cognitive, cognitive ability? Is he having some kind of cognitive problems? Is that why he said these things? Or is he feeling um, he needs attention? He's looking for attention? It was, was a little first- bit too detailed, you know, too, too detailed
2: about many parts of that particular fight for, for me to say, all right, this is a mental health issue or something like that. It was too okay. to. I think this really probably was his
4: thought pattern back then, and that's the crime right there. you just define it. In fact, um, to I, to further identify the crime, you already def- defined the first one, which was actually happened second with the headbutt that he ruled a punch. That's definitely a crime. But the other crime in this thing is you got to go back in in the day to how referees assessed, or actually what they did after a knockdown. Back in the day. 20, 30, and 40 years ago, a guy went down, the guy got up. If they reached eight and he was on his feet, the referee would grab the fighter's gloves, wipe the fighter's gloves, and they would say, go. And what we learned is 95% of the fighters, when it was done that way, they got knocked out after they got Mm -hmm. let go. And through the WBC and the amazing safety and things that they uh profess and they were always investigating and other entities as well. Everybody determined that that's not working. It's not good. Got fighters are getting hurt and it's changed now from just count to eight, wipe their gloves and go. The, the, uh, the count when a guy gets knocked down is now two parts. There's a 10 count that the fighter has to be up on his feet before 10. And then there's a whole second part to it, which is assess the fighter to in to determine if that fighter has the ability to intelligently defend himself once you say box and and he has to do that by demonstrating to the referee and everybody else that he has that ability so the the crime in this is not that the whole incident took 20 seconds the crime in this is that padilla took 16 seconds to get to his eight count that's Mm -hmm. what he stretched out Mm -hmm. so Just to to give you, uh, I watched it again and again today before I obviously I was coming on. Padilla got to the count of six, and Manny was rising. But Padilla was actually at eleven seconds when Manny was rising, and by the time Padilla said eight, it was uh, sixteen seconds. Okay. So, can I ask you something, Jack? I know that sure. I know that as soon as the
2: fighter falls the referee outside of the ring starts counting. Maybe that wasn't the case back then, but I know that that's the case now. So if that's the case and the referee is already at one, two, and you're supposed to pick up that count as the referee inside the ring,
4: how can that happen? I don't know what they were doing in Nevada back in that day, I can't tell you, but now we have the timekeeper uh, starting the clock, but the referee's count is the official count. So someone will jump up, usually with a striped shirt, and tell you where they're at, we pick it up and go on from there. So but I don't let, know. Let,
1: let, let me jump in here real quick. So I, I wanna I want to get Mauricio's take on things. This is a two-part question, Mauricio. First off, you know, wh- what was your initial reaction when you watched this? And did you feel like calling Padilla like where the hell is is, is this dude? Because I need to have a conversation with him. And also oftentimes, you know, we complain about the judging, which obviously there's an issue in the sport, but the, the refs get a little more leeway because they have a very difficult job in that ring. They have to work off of instincts and, and so on and so forth. But, but how, how do we avoid things like this to happen? How can the refs be under a microscope where this is not allowed and it never happens again? Because we don't know this might happen still to this day.
5: Well, first, I have bad news for you. It would be very easy for me to right now say, he's guilty and absolutely and it's a disgrace right. and just right. simply go with the popular demand because this has become an outrage uh, with absolute serious uh, concern of many people. And the easy thing would, would be to say, yes, you are right and blah, 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 blah.
1: Right.
5: Uh, I, I agree with a few things that Jack just said about uh, Mr. Padilla's age, uh, the attention. He has not been in the, in the limelight for many years. We have not heard of Carlos Padilla in so many great fights that happened in Las Vegas, many years. We saw him at the Hall of Fame induction in Nevada. And uh, we do many interviews. Anytime there's a possibility, we get recordings and uh, we get people to talk and to tell anecdotes. To talk, many times they say whatever they say. This one I had not watched, and I got a call from Jeff Fennick, like and he said, "What is this?" Blah blah blah, and I said, "What do you? I, I don't know what you're talking about." So he sent me the that uh, those second the, those minutes where, where the matter is discussed, and that's what I have seen. Um, but basically. I would say one thing, we're talking about an old man. Uh, We don't know in reality. He was very nice when I saw him, very candid, very funny. We're talking about someone who is 80 plus years. Some people age younger than others. Some people can be 90, 100 years and be very, very bright. Some, uh, it's a different, that's an individual matter. I'm not going to justify anything. I I am a true believer that he's kind of joking on on his uh, his own personal way of uh, cultural, you know, making like a parody. Is I don't know if that's a correct right. word. Right, it would be um, if
2: if that's the case. He, it would be.
5: He he was a sensational referee. He was known when he did uh, the thrill in Manila. That's when he became yeah. known to the world. He then moved to Las Vegas, did so many great fights. Salvador Sanchez, Wilfredo Gomez, mm. uh, many, many great fights. He was known by the uh, hitting the gloves when they were holding. But uh, it, it would be, for me, very difficult to believe that he would do something wrong and uh, blatantly corrupt as it is portrayed by his own words. How stupid you have to be if you did something wrong, if you did something on purpose to say it like that. So I have that that concern. Um, I have created a committee to do an absolute thorough research on the specifics. Uh, Talk to him, review the fight. I just saw the fight and he was knocked down and he was up. I mean, he was, uh, Manny was uh, hit and he went down, but he was up. And uh, if you recall the very famous Tyson Douglas long count. Yes.
1: Right? Yes.
5: I mean, I don't know if Padilla is a referee that takes the count from the timekeeper or not. I, I, we are going to investigate that. But there are referees that use used not to take the count like the one in Tyson Douglas the referee did not take the count from the timekeeper so he started at 5 I mean at 1 when it was already 5 or 6 seconds
2: that's
5: why it was a long count then he turned around and moved Tyson from he was at a neutral corner so these are mechanics great point about mechanics back then mechanics now so I would like to uh, be more prepared in order to give a, an opinion and 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 the official WBC position on this matter. I truly believe it's a very bad taste joke from a man that is telling anecdotes. Mm. I want to see the whole interview. I believe he talked about different topics, and he was just saying things uh, about anecdotes and how things, how boxing is, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera.
1: But if I'm not mistaken, he uh, Barack, he, he did say that he was told by the WBC to do this, right? It, 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 no, he was correct? told by
2: the WBC that this is a very, very important fight for Manny Pacquiao, you know, and that's insinuating something. So he was insinuating,
1: yeah, that's insinuating
5: that's, right, something. Now, that's now, ridiculous because Manny Pacquiao then, I mean, if you compare Manny Pacquiao to what he eventually became, you can make a statement. Oh, he's very important. Protect him. First of all, it's ridiculous. We have right. never whatsoever. When we talk to ring officials, it's to demand impartiality, full concentration, uh, correct mechanics, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, you know, those reading between the lines, and especially I, I think it's all a very unfortunate uh comment from someone who has been retired, someone who might miss the, the limelight, and he, he had an opportunity to talk once again. Right. I don't think he has been interviewed in maybe 20 years.
1: And at that and at that point, Manny Pacquiao wasn't who he is today or nowhere near it. So it, no. in theory, if it was an important guy in the sport that you have to protect, he wasn't that guy then. So that's not, a bit of a that, Not at that time.
2: Not at yeah. that time. So that does make sense. But Jack, can you vouch what... Mauricio was saying that that's what the WBC stresses, impartiality, and there's never been anything where they said, oh,
4: you know, this is our guy or something like that. That is so far-fetched from the truth, <laughs> and all the other sanctioning bodies that I worked for in between, especially the WBC has never inferred or asked you to do anything but just do your best job and be fair and make sure the fighters are safe. I do would like to say one more thing, I never got to where I was going with this, but I was going to say if he was serious and if he really did this, that first thing makes the first crime that was committed and this, if he, if he meant it, if he was serious. And the second part of it is where Manny was in trouble after the knockdown and he was trying to survive. He tried to run, the other guy Hussein caught up to him, so Manny went into the behold mode and they ended up in a wrestling match and it got ugly. It got dirty. Hussein, Hussein was dirty, threw a few elbows. And then if he was doing it on purpose, he actually gave another 13 or 14 seconds of rest to Manny and took that point. And at that point, you could see a change. Manny had recovered well enough that he boxed his way out of the rest of the round. So yeah. if Pidea was serious that he really did this on purpose, those are the two things and the headbutt you need to address. But if it's a parody, like Mauricio's saying, then he was just the normal way of doing business back 22 years ago. You know, know. like you got to read between the lines, like Mauricio said, and first determine why this was said and why it was done. And to answer you, Brock, or I can't remember who who Mm -hmm. asked Mauricio, you cannot absolutely, absolutely cannot get away with this today because we, the promoters, the sanctioning bodies, the commissions, and every single official, is under a hundred times more scrutiny than they were 22 years ago and beyond because of social media. Everybody right. has a camera and every fight is on, on air, on the internet before the referee steps out of the ring. They have 65 <laughs> too, different too, angles. Too, too, many, ways to too many ways to
1: catch yeah, it. Too many ways to catch
5: it. That fight back then, I'm sure I never saw it. Many, I mean, right today you get to watch action from all over the world next day or live. Yeah at that time, I mean, I, I'm serious when Jeff called me to uh, it was so uh, it was a surprise. Then I watched the interview and it was a surprise and I've been watching uh, pieces of the fight and but it's it's a matter I promise that uh, we have former comedian and we're gonna really look into it. but I have this absolute feeling and trust because I know Mr. Padilla and I saw many years of what he did in the ring uh and and he was at that time at the end of of his career and today he is just simply a a man thinking about uh getting uh,
1: some credibility some shine well let's not give him any more shine all right always good to hear from our guys uh jack reese and mauricio barack look mauricio is calm about it he's gonna give padilla a call now I don't know, I'm the He's impression giving him he a said, little
2: too many excuses, if no, you ask but, me. But, he but he did that's say, because
1: he oh, he knows him. He knows but him. But he did say he was going to give him a call, and I think the call might not go as smooth as his interview
2: went. Nah, Padilla's not answering. That's the thing. He's been <laughs> calling him. He's not answering. I can understand when you know somebody, you vouch for them because you're like, this is strange. But how many times has something happened in the news, crazy, something murderous, and their neighbors say, you never would have known he was such a sweet guy, mm. you know, so you don't really know a guy until mm. things like this, the opportunity comes.
1: Yeah. I mean, look, I think that uh, hopefully they get to the bottom of it because a guy that was on the other side of that ring, the Fort Manning Pacquiao, Hussein, he's upset about it. And we also got a chance to chop it up with him. Here's what he had to say. Okay, special guest, listen, this is a hot topic right now. We're talking about referee Carlos Padilla Jr. And this is the gentleman that shared the ring with Mr. Manny Pacquiao with all the controversy is coming from. Obviously, you know the details now, Nadal, Hussein, And um, I- I'm going to jump. Look, we've got into it deeply. So I, I want to get your reaction to the news, to what you saw Padilla say. What was your initial reaction to it?
3: Like, to be honest, I don't think my blood pressure's ever been that high in my life. I mean, mm.
4: I'm
3: I'm not an angry guy. I don't usually get rowdy. I don't get upset too often. But man, he had me going, man. He, honestly, just the arrogance and and the way he said it with a smirk and a laugh, like it was, like it was normal. It was, mate. It was the most unethical thing I've ever seen in sport. So, and I, I I know at a basketball level, at a college basketball level, if you fix games, you get locked up for it. You yeah. know. Yeah. I I don't know why this fight hasn't been criminalized yet.
2: Wow. All right, so let's go back a little bit because let me give a little context to the people just in case they were under a rock and they didn't hear that a referee, that referee, our guest, Hussein, and his fight against Manny Pacquiao 22 years ago, just admitted if he was joking or not, I don't know, but just admitted, it seems that he has admitted that he not only gave... Manny Pacquiao a long count, but he also ruled that a cut over Hussein's eye was caused by a punch, meaning that the fight was stopped and it was awarded, the fight was awarded to Manny Pacquiao just because of that that cut. Now, during that time, 22 years ago, Hussein, what were you thinking afterwards? Were you thinking this cut is not really that bad? This is cheating? What were you thinking then without discussing
3: what you know now? Well, I, I, I told the, the, what's called, Carlos, in the ring when it happened that it was a headbutt and he denied it. And when I went to the doctor, I said to the doctor, mate, I can see fine. The blood is going down here, it's not blocking my vision. And the doctor sort of took no notice and he stopped there like after like eight seconds, he wiped it and he stopped the fight. So, mm-hmm. with what Carlos Pedilia was saying, when you're signaling, he sort of knew what was going on. Mm-hmm. The, mate, the fix was on. The fix was on when we got off the plane. So, did, you, did you think that, I know
2: that I know now, now it seems like yes. yes, but did you think that back then is what I'm saying? I want to know your mindset then.
3: No, look, mate, I knew that when we went there, to, that we, I was hoping we'd get a fair shake in the ring. But yeah. beforehand, what they did in the hotel, the different gloves they put on Pacquiao and they put on me. So very unethical. It's any sport in the world, I think, that in, in Asia that you can mistreat someone and get away with it.
2: Let let me ask you a question. So what Uh, is it with the, I'm sorry, what was it with the gloves, though? You said different different gloves. We had
3: different gloves on. We had different gloves on. Uh, We went in the ring. My gloves had a logo on them. His gloves didn't have a logo on them. So maybe his gloves were punching gloves. Mine weren't punching gloves. Mm -hmm. We we definitely had different gloves on. So you
2: didn't get to choose your own gloves? They chose them for you? Is that what you're saying?
3: They chose the gloves. But if you watch the video, if you run it back, before the fight starts, before we touch gloves, Jeff signals to Bedelia that he's got different gloves on. And Pedilla mm. sort of brushed it off and said, you know what, the fight's got to happen anyway, regardless. Wow.
1: You, you know, uh, Nadell, in hindsight, look, if you, if you would have got a fair shake, you know, obviously you don't feel like you did. And then with this new news, I can understand how frustrated you are and upset. Uh, do you think that changed the trajectory of your career? Like, had you gotten the win against Manny, maybe you, your career would have went in a different direction?
3: Mate, I, I tell you, I waited another. I, I, that that fight gutted me, mate. I was never the same. I didn't have interest. Uh, it was like it was like Magic Mil Mil-Juk Taylor fought Chavez, even though he took uh, half a beating. But he was never the same fighter. They robbed him. They took something off him, which was I waited another four years to get a title shot, mate. When I when when I was fighting Pacquiao the champion was William Lamond. Uh, you probably never oh. heard of him. Oh, I know. In Michael Brody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean. Yeah. Got knocked out by Larios in one round. I waited another four years until I fought Larios. And honestly, I was a shot fighter. I was done. No mm-hmm. hunger, no motivation. If you see my performance, I bet he threw more than five punches around.
1: Well, what would I, you I, say to Carlos Padilla right now? If you have an opportunity to express yourself, what would be the first thing you say to him?
3: Can I swear?
1: Yeah, <laughs> it'll get we bleeped bleep, out we got,
3: bleep, we got a bleep right bleep bleep, so go I'll, so I'll, I'll, I'll tell him that he's an effing rat because he plays with people's lives but forget about my career but, but you have a duty of care to care for the fighters if a bloke is down and can't make the 10 count and you said he got up and he's cross-eyed mate, if this guy dies on your hands you're liable for it so your duty is to protect the fighter from himself so if, if Manny wanted to carry on after 12 13 or 14, 15 seconds, like why would you? There's a reason why there's a 10 count. You can't make the count, you're not fit to fight. So why would you put the fighter's health in your hand?
2: Wow, I, I definitely agree with that. Um, the referee has a lot of power and he has to have some kind of level of dignity, some some kind of le- uh, level of respect for the sport and the fighters that he's, he's sworn in to, basically sworn in to basically protect. And so this is a terrible display, but I want to show that we called you because we heard something that was criminal. You know, him saying that it was a punch that caused the cut and not a headbutt, and that caused the fight. But at the end of the day, the judges had Manny Pacquiao up. So if it was ruled, let's say if the cut was really bad and and the judge and the doctor really wanted to, to stop the fight because of the cut, and it really was affecting your eyesight, then Manny would have won anyway. So we don't yeah, want to sit sure. here and say, hey, you stole a fight from Manny, whatever. Yeah, yeah know, but Manny that's not that's not, the,
1: that's not the that's point. Not,
2: no, <laughs> no, but that's where people are going to go with this. They're right. going to go with, hey, they ruined this guy's career, or whatever the case may be. You know, either way, you would have lost that fight. You know, unless he would have let the fight go but, on because it didn't really mess up your eyesight and you could have somehow beat Manny back in by knockdown. knocking him out.
3: Listen, yeah. I, I hurt Manny on many occasions, and mm. um, if you watch the first round Manny, Manny was trying to be physical in the first minute. I ragdolled him after a minute. And he never did it again. He never <laughs> tried to sit up. No, I'm saying he never tried to physically wow. try to wrestle yeah. me. He just every time I, we tied up, he submitted to it. He waited for the referee. But in the first minute, he never submitted. He stood to his ground. He was trying to push me back, but it never happened. Yeah. I was the yeah. stronger fighter. He had yeah. he had come up from flyweight. He was a flyweight champion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he made, he missed three divisions. He went up from flyweight to super bantamweight. He had four fights between before that before I fought him, and two of them were my teammates 34. He knocked mm-hmm. one of them out in three rounds. He knocked another one out in four rounds. So we're all familiar with Manny Pacquiao, mm-hmm. but I did I never thought he would beat me. That's the honest truth. Mm-hmm. I would never have jumped on a plane and went to the Philippines
2: right. to be a
3: B side opponent. That's right. not for eight thousand US anyway. That's right. the truth.
2: Mm-hmm. Wow. So, all right. So, I want to know this. Once again, forget the knowledge that we just found out in the past couple of days, right? What have you been telling, like, your kids, if you have any, your grandkids, or just, what have you been telling people about that fight? Because, you know, I'm sure people who find out that you're a boxer, you say, yeah, well, I fought Manny Pacquiao years ago, and I almost beat him. How do you talk about that fight before you just found out this information?
3: I I don't. I don't say it. People, People tell me that the count was long. I've never mm. spoken to anyone about the Piquel the fight. I left wow. I left it in the Philippines. Oh, one second. I just got to... Sorry. Mm-hmm. No problem. Yeah, yeah I, I left it in the Philippines. So, mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, but... Why? Because it was that damaging mentally? Uh, it, it, it gutted me. Honestly, I was gutted, man. I love the sport. Mate, I started when I was in 88. I was nine years old. I fought when I was 10. I had mm. 90 amateur fights. Mate, the, the politics of the sport are killing it right now.
1: Hey, Barack, the man's upset. He said he's taking legal action. (laughs) Rightfully so.
2: What the heck? I mean, maybe. I think he just wants it overturned. You know, he wants, I don't know why he wants the fight to go in his favor. If the judges were already siding with Manny Pacquiao, then there's no way that'll be overturned like that. But if you want to change it to like a a no decision, you know, something something technical where it's not a loss, man, I'm all for that. I have my picket sun ready. Let's go.
1: Yeah, let's do it. All right, listen, we'll get into the weekend previews right after this. Don't you move.
0: One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com.
1: Look, the resurgence of Chocolatito Gonzalez has been exciting as a fighter. Just skill-wise, what he's performing, how he's performing in the ring. You know, he took a little decline after the Rungvisai loss. But he's back in full effect, and Barack, I do believe he won the second fight. I think he has a chip on his shoulder. He's the nicest guy outside the ring, Barack. But in that ring, I mean, have you—I mean, how many fighters you can say— Are that consistent inside the ring nonstop volume until the last bell outside of this guy?
2: Not too many. I mean, yes, we thought he took too many shots uh, in his prior fights, but and we actually thought he was over. We thought he was done, you know, and he came back to show that he's not done. He has more in the tank. We've seen even more head movement as well, not to get hit as much. Now, even if you say, you know, you felt like he won that second fight with Estrada, yeah, a lot of us feel that way. I think at the end of the day it was a close fight though and I think that this fight boils down to mindset. You know, if he felt like he won, he feels like he got to tweak some I, does that mean he doesn't have to tweak anything and he can do the same thing? The Estrada feels like he won and maybe he doesn't have to tweak anything. That's where the problem might lie because I think I think I think Gonzalez did enough to win that fight. I think that now, hopefully, we can get two fighters who want to put it all on the line once again, and and maybe the judging might be a little bit better. Who knows, Zach. But
1: yeah, not, not only that, Barack, I think that both guys have a lot to gain here. Look, 100%. Estrada, Estrada, He, you know, he's heard the rumors, he's heard the talk, the whispers that people felt that Chocolatito won the first fight. He has something to prove. Outside of breaking the tie, there are other things. There are underlining things that that need to be addressed. He wants to solidify the victory over Chocolatito Gonzalez without any question, right? Right. And you got Chocolatito Gonzalez, who's already proven to be a Hall of Famer, right? But a lot of people doubted him, even us at, at one point, right? He's proven to the world that, nah, you can't doubt me. I'm one of those guys. But then what's ahead for him, Barack? you talk about a possible fight with Bam Bam Rodriguez. Imagine, like, the young superstar versus the old legend. And then maybe somewhere down the line we can get him in a way Chocolatito fight. There's no, no way that – no, listen, stop. listen. Hey, Barack, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> no, I want, you got to stop I, that. <laughs> I want to see it. I know he's the monster. But before he was a monster, guess who was the monster? Chocolatito Gonzalez was yes, the monster in those divisions.
2: Not so at that it, division. I
1: mean, not not at 100 not, not in families, that division, though. but still around those divisions.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Divisions. You, you're right. You're right. Um, I feel like they're both Hall of Famers, though. I feel like Estrada's a Hall of Famer already as well. Him beating Chocolatito puts him in a Hall of Fame already. now. You know what I mean? He was so, on a
1: power for list for a very long time. So exactly. we decided he, to take him off. He's already a whole, Yeah, you remember. Two, <laughs> we have to agree, and
2: I just couldn't fight it yeah, anymore. I said, put it I all, said, on fine, I, all. I said, fine, take them off. I think I, a is, I, a, is going a hell, crazy. Over I think a
1: shot is a hell of a fighter, but Barack, they're not. Not there are ten guys that are better. Sorry, you don't have to like a guy's style
2: to think the guy is good enough. You know to be on the list. You know the guy is good. You might not like his style, but the guy is good enough to be on that list. But anyway, the the, the fight that you don't think is important. I think might wind up being a very good fight, unless Fury is wait, this wait, new wait, wait. Fury don't, that's don't knocking that, everybody oh, don't
1: out. No, don't put that smut on my name. Right? <laughs> I didn't say the fight wasn't important. I said it might not it, be. It's not as actually exciting. Important
2: to the heavyweight division. It's not. Right. It's, so yes, I did change it to important. You said exciting, right? It, but it's not that important to the heavyweight division. But it might wind up being an exciting fight if Chisora, unlike Dillian White, can take. The, uh Fury's punches. You know, Fury is now this guy who sits down on his punches and gets guys out of there.
1: Yeah, the only problem here is that Fury has already beaten Chisora twice. This is a trilogy, a rare trilogy, because one guy has already won twice, so it never really happened. Might be uh, the only
2: know, trilogy like that. In and, history, I, and I, I know in history there's been other trilogies, but I'm talking about trilogy where there was no... There was no controversy. (laughs) There was no controversy at all. I think
1: Sugar Ray Robinson had had a few uh, more than trilogies uh, with with a few guys. So I understand, but not where you just beat the guy
2: decisively two times and then you fight him again.
1: Uh, Listen, Chisora is going to win. He's been very expressive uh, this week. He's not going there to lose. He appreciates the opportunity, but he's going to show the world that, hey, listen, I'm not the same guy that I was the first two times around. I'm gonna catch Fury sleeping. Uh, I'm, I'm here to win, and and he has a lot to gain. I mean, he's a guy who's coming off a tough fight against Pulev. He got the victory. He earned the victory. He fought his butt off and closed that fight off with a lot of heart, uh, not too much gas, going off of fumes, and did enough to beat Pulev. So, look, some people may feel he, you know, he hasn't earned this fight, but you know what? His country is behind him. Uh, both guys fighting in uh, in their country in the UK. They, it's gonna do numbers. Tickets are sold. People are going to be there. So say what you want about who deserves what. This fight is going to be big, and a lot of people are going to be watching. And Chisora does have set the Apple Card. I don't know what's the Apple Card. The Rockers. We know don't know what that. Fury is fighting. No, who is I, I, fighting
2: I, next or anything like that. I'm not sure if he had. I'm, I'm not sure if Chisora has the power to upset the apple cart i do know that he didn't earn this but it doesn't matter He he's gotten it and he has a chance to become heavyweight champion of the world lineal heavyweight champion of the world and wbc that's that's an amazing opportunity but when you talk about fury has been hit by deontay wilder in three different fights for many many rounds with deontay wilder if he can't get fury out of there i my
1: god yeah, but he's also got had- he also got dropped by a cruiserweight. Um, in uh Yeah, but why bring that up when
2: Deontay Wilder couldn't knock him out? Well, you know, well, I know well, people say time, the first uh, fight uh, with Jack uh, Reese, uh, some uh, referees uh, might have stopped it. Who knows? But Barack, Fury got
1: out. every time, in my opinion, I thought his defense was good in the wilder fights and very crafty and tricky. I think when every time Deontay he landed, a with a lot of shot, punches. He yes, that's him. Every time and, landed, and so now he's going he to just
2: stand there for a shorter guy. <laughs> he's no, just going mean, to stand look, there for a shorter likely, guy and get close.
1: Most likely, it won't happen, but I do believe in the heavyweight division. Yes, I, I disagree with you. I think sure does have the power to hurt a Tyson Fury. Now, would he land a clean shot against him? Unlikely because he's so crafty and tricky and so much bigger than him, but it can happen. So I won't completely count Joshua out in this one. All right, folks, you got your work cut out for you this weekend. You got two trilogies. One might be easy to predict. The other one, not so much. Either way, they both would be exciting. All right, that's our show for today. Hope you guys enjoy it. Peace and love. Stay safe. Enjoy your weekend.
0: Thanks for the extra money, huh?
1: Mm-hmm.